Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance News Show, where we bring you the latest headlines from the world of business and finance. Today, we'll be discussing Rivian Automotive joining Tesla's charging standard, Biden's pick for next-gen chip efforts, at NT's fall in Q2 subscriber ads, a widening yield curve inversion, cinema stocks lagging after recent releases, Bitcoin's jump to its highest since May, Morgan Stanley's analysis of market sentiment and China holding back on stimulus. We'll also be talking about PayPal selling its $44 billion European BNPL loan portfolio to KKR. Stay tuned after the short ad break to learn more. Rivian has agreed to use Tesla's charging standard, which will allow its customers to access 12K Tesla superchargers in the U.S. and Canada by spring 2024. Additionally, Rivian plans to make a North American charging standard charging port standard in vehicles by 2025. This deal will enable buyers of Rivian's electric pickup trucks and SUVs to leverage Tesla's expansive supercharger network. In pre-market trading on Tuesday, shares of Rivian rose 2.5% and the company debuted its second retail store over the weekend in Manhattan's Meatpacking District. John Hennessy, the chairman of Alphabet, has been selected by the Biden administration to spearhead research and development efforts for next-generation semiconductors. Alongside four other technology industry experts, he will be tasked with choosing the Board of Trustees for the National Semiconductor Technology Center. This decision is a direct result of last year's CHIPS Act, which was signed to provide assistance to the domestic semiconductor industry. AT&T's shares fell 1% in pre-market trading following comments from the company's CFO, Pascal Desroches. He stated that new phone subscribers for Q2 would be below Wall Street's forecast. However, DeRoche also mentioned that AT&T is on track to meet or exceed its goal of generating $16 billion in free cash flow this year. He highlighted massive opportunities to take additional costs out of AT&T's structure and dismissed rumors about Amazon adding a mobile service for its prime customers. The yield curve inversion has hit a multi-decade record, with the gap between the U.S. 10-year Treasury yield and the U.S. 2-year Treasury yield reaching its widest point in over 40 years. This phenomenon is considered a tool to forecast future recessions, as previous periods of inversion have been followed by economic downturns. As yields fall, Treasury ETFs rise, making them an attractive option for investors. Cinema stocks fell following disappointing box office results for two high-profile releases over the weekend. The Flash was expected to draw $70 million, but only made $55.7 million, while Pixar's Elemental had the worst three-day opening for a Pixar film ever, making just $29.5 million. Movie theater stocks were down as a group, AMC Entertainment minus 2.9%, Cinemark minus 3.8%, IMAX minus 3%, Marcus minus 2.9%, Reading International minus 5.3%, and National Cine Media minus 8.9%. Bitcoin reached its highest level since May, surging 5.5% to $28,130 following BlackRock's application for the first-ever spot Bitcoin exchange-traded fund in the U.S. Ethereum also rose 3.6% to $1,780. CF Benchmark CEO Sui Chung stated that this move demonstrates Bitcoin's continued appeal to some of the world's largest financial institutions and that BlackRock's proposed ETF could provide a more familiar and accessible option for those who have not yet invested in Bitcoin. 
Morgan Stanley's equity strategy team is cautioning investors about the second half of 2023. The team cites concerns around fading fiscal support, less liquidity, and falling inflation as reasons for this warning. According to the investment bank, slowing inflation could lead to potential downside and lower revenue growth over the next four months. As a result, all three benchmark indices have tilted downwards in early trading action on Wall Street. Chinese consumer stocks listed in the U.S. experienced a decline following the State Council of China's failure to issue specific support measures and banks offering only modest rate cuts. This left investors disappointed as they were anticipating stimulus actions to boost the economy. Notable decliners in this situation included Alibaba, JD.com, and TAL Education Group. The disappointment overshadowed Secretary of State Antony Blinken's two-day Beijing trip, which involved a surprise meeting with Chinese President Xi Jinping. KKR's private credit funds and accounts will purchase up to 40 billion euros of buy now, pay later loan receivables that were originated by PayPal in Europe. This deal allows PayPal to reduce risk and free up cash while continuing customer-facing activities. Upon closing, the transaction is expected to initially produce approximately $1.8 billion of proceeds, with $1 billion allocated for share repurchases in 2023. The KKR transaction has already been included in PayPal's full-year 2023 guidance for GAAP and non-GAAP EPS, as well as non-GAAP operating margin. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Business and Finance News Show. Keep up with the latest news and trends by subscribing to our podcast. Until next time, I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Farewell until tomorrow. Have a good one wherever you are. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website. See the show notes page for links. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.